Turn to somebody, tell the person it's super weekend. So you can say it's super weekend. Ask the person, what are you expecting this weekend? Ask another person, walk to another person, ask the person, what are you expecting? So are you sure you are expectant? Uh, Shout hallelujah. Say the word of God is God speaking to me. I want to hear your voice if you are here. Amen. And this is a special time. A special time. This is not a time where you just stand up, you are just there, we are preaching, we are teaching. Then you go, uh, you are now going to pee. You just remember that uh, your body is shaking somewhere, you are passing, passing. No, 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 no. What do you guys think? You are here. You didn't come all the way to be walking around. Yes. The Spirit of God is here to visit us. He's with us. He's going to visit us in manifestations. Amen. Amen. Say the word of God. Is God speaking to me? Say again. Say the word of God. Is God speaking to me? Say I am who Christ is. I have what Christ has. I can do what Christ can do. I'm seated where Christ is seated. Say Christ is in heaven. And it's also in me. Through the Holy Spirit. I'm not an ordinary person. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm filled with God. I am the fullness of God. On this earth realm. I'm born to do the works of God. Shout glory. Say the word of God is for my profiting. Oh say it as you mean it. Say the word of God is for my profiting. Shout hallelujah. You know in meetings like this. Let me say we are having a meeting like this. A super weekend like this. And we say we are talking about the blessings. It means that the spirit of God is separating us. To bless our lives. It means that he's separating us for us to be productive. It means that he's separating us for us to walk in wealth and prosperity. And this is so important. So what should be in your mind in this meeting is that after this meeting, today and tomorrow, I'm walking in wealth. I'm walking in prosperity. I'm walking in productivity. I'm walking in success. What I have been doing and it has not become successful. From this super weekend, I'm going back with a special grace. From the super weekend. Whatsoever I'm doing that has not been successful. I'm going back with a grace. There is a grace here. And that grace is for us to be successful. The scripture says, true prosperity, my city shall be spread abroad. The city of Jesus, or cities of Jesus, are all spread abroad through prosperity. Is that not powerful? And the cities represents the church. Jesus said, you are a city set on hill. Is that what he said? That cannot be hid. I didn't hear glory to that. Do you understand? So when he says, I'm a city set on hill, that imagine... We are so we are so magnified when it comes to prosperity. Imagine how many cities you will spread in nations on the earth. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is I'm the city set on a hill that cannot be hid. Do you understand? That cannot be hid. 
a city that is set on a hill. It means that in the mind of Jesus, your life must not be a hidden life. You must not be hidden in a corner somewhere. Your name must be mentioned everywhere. Do you understand? Your name. Why? Because you are identified with Christ. He is not hidden. He is risen. Do you understand? He is not hidden. He is what? It's risen. We are also not hidden. We are risen with him. So the world must celebrate us. Nations must hear your name. For the sake of the kingdom. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So, in meetings like this, you say, Super Weekend, Super Weekend, what should come in? It's not about the prophecy you receive or the touch you are touched. Do you understand? It's about the grace you carry home. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's about what? The grace you carry home. And this is so important. You know, it's important that I say it every time that we give attention to the word of God. It's so important. This is not the time to say, I'm tired, let me sleep small. Do you understand? If you sleep small, by the time you wake up, we are finished. What do you guys think? Maybe you are waiting that when it's time to give a prophecy, then we switch, we switch. No, 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 no. The prophecy has begun already. I said, I said that the true prophet sees to see and says to see. Come on, shout glory to that. I can feel the grace of God here. I can sense the power of the Spirit here. Hallelujah. Is that not powerful? So, this is so important. If you are here, grace is coming. It says, I commit you to God and to the word of His grace. So, as the word of God is coming, grace is coming. Is that not true? Commit you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up. So he committed them to God and committed them to the word of his grace. So there is the word of his grace. There is what? The word of his grace. The word of God that produces grace. Oh, I didn't hear a hallelujah today. Are you in church today? The word of God that produces grace. The word of God that gives grace. The word of God that grants grace. Do you know what grace is? Grace is the outworkings of the spirit. Because when grace is upon your life, there is an unending outworkings. There is an unending outworkings of the Spirit. When we say outworkings of the Spirit, it means the Spirit of God begins to work out things in your life. Do you understand? It begins to work out things in your life. It begins to orchestrate your life in a way that you are at the right place at the right time. To experience the right thing at the right time. That's the Spirit of God. That's the Spirit of grace. He says, I commit you to God and I commit you to the word of his grace. Is that not powerful? The word that grants grace. The word that increases grace. Without grace, you will struggle. With grace, you will be on top only. See, I'm on top only. Did you hear what I said? So this is very important. So when the word of God is coming, normally because of the way the traditional church has trained the church and built the church, people sometimes want something else apart from what you are teaching. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Bible says one day, Jesus went to pray and when he came down, he was teaching. Says, and the power of God was what? Was present to heal. The word heal there means to make whole. So the power of God was there to make people whole. Maybe you are not whole. The power of God 
was there through the teaching, through the preaching, to make people whole. I didn't hear an amen to that. And this is so important. Giving attention to God's word. We are coming to, we are talking about the power of pronounced blessings. Is that what we are talking about? But you see, it says, so shall my word be. That goeth forth out of my mouth. It says, it shall not return unto me void. But it shall go and accomplish that which I sent it to do, to accomplish. It says, as the rain cometh down. And does not go up again. How many of you have seen the rain come down and go up? So it says, as the rain cometh down. And does not go again. Say, so shall my word be. And you see, take us to that scripture right now. Isaiah chapter 55, I think. Quickly. We are talking about what? The power in pronounced blessings. Are we talking about that? We've talked about the blessings, right? Isaiah 55, chapter 55, verse 10. We talk about what? The blessings. Are we talking about the blessings? We've said we have a message on, we have messages, in fact, series of messages on the blessings. Maybe you've not had time to listen to. Because of that, your language is different. You know, I said, I said, WC, we have a different language. Is that true? Yes, you say, we say, the word of God is God speaking to you. Yes, I am who Christ is. That's our language. Yes, the, t- the teachings determine what we, as- we say. Yes, we don't speak anyhow. No, I said, we don't do what? We don't speak, don't speak we don't walk anyhow. No, is that not powerful? powerful so we have a lot of messages. Two immutable things. Effectuating the Abrahamic blessings, the communication of giving, serving to prosper, a table in the, a lot of messages. Maybe you are here, but you've not subscribed to our Facebook page, YouTube and all that. Do that. Go there. Check on prosperity. You see a lot of messages there. We have different kinds of teachings on grace, on faith. But today we are talking about prosperity. Is that not powerful? On the blessings. Amen. Amen. Go there and listen. And listen again. Why? Go to the scripture. Let me show you why. Listen again. Talk well. Talk right. Think right. Act right. It doesn't matter which family you come from. Once you get born again and you're in the family of God, your life is different. I said, I said, the Christian is not looking for changes. Many pastors don't know this. The Christian is not looking for changes in his life. Once you get born again, you have changed. That's what it means when you say you are born again. Where does the changes begin from? From your spirit. The manifestation of the change is what we call a testimony. The manifestation of the change is what we call healing or miracles. So you see us play a lot of testimonies here. Or people sharing testimonies like yesterday. When our brother uh, was, uh, Isaac was sharing a testimony and we were, we were playing them. And all that. Those are manifestations of the changes that took place the day you got born again. So now that we say, oh, the Lord is going to change your life. We say that, but it means more than what we say. That means that there will be a manifestation of the change. God changed your life when you got born again. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? Oh, look at someone says that we are in a better family, in a better family. It's, it's good to be in a good church. I said what? It's good to be in a good church. Say, for as the rain cometh down and snow from heaven and does not return it, not it, or does not return back, but watereth the earth and make it to bring forth and to bud, that it may give seed to the sower 
and bread to the eater. That means that when the rain comes down from heaven, it makes the land productive. And the land is able to produce because the rain has come. Is that what he's saying? Then he says, so shall my word be that goeth forth. So once we release the word of God like we are teaching, right now we are teaching, right now, it is raining on you. And once it's raining on you, when it keeps raining over and over again, what do you see? You see plants coming. Some are weeds. And some are also what? Good plants. Is that not true? That is why you don't take the word of God for granted. Because when the rain comes on you over and over again, you will be productive. You produce results. There will be productivity in your life. That's what I'm talking about. You can't be static. You can't be stagnant. Why? Because there's too much rain on you. There's too much rain. Some of you, there is less rain. Because there is less word that you are receiving. That is why I said that apart from what we teach in church, when you go, occupy yourselves with the messages we've been teaching. The more you are hearing, the more it is raining on you. The more you are hearing, the more it is raining on you. The more it is raining on you, the more productive you become. Do you understand? So putting this, 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 this scripture in alliance with Hebrews chapter 6. Check Hebrews chapter 6 right now. Verse 7. I've not even entered the blessings. I've not entered the blessings. But I want to prepare you for today and tomorrow. What do you guys think? Yes, sir. Or if you are there, say, I'm getting blessed. I'm getting blessed. Yes. So you are blessing us. You are blessing us, sir. Hebrews 6, 7. Balagadosh. 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 It is for the earth which drinketh in the rain. That comes, you see. So it's not all the earth that drink in the rain that comes. Are you in church today? Are you hearing? Sometimes we come from backgrounds where, we, where ministers have not laid emphasis on the word. The power of the word in our lives. Do you understand? So we just church, we are just churchy. But once you enter this place, even if today is your first time of entering here, that churchiness must be over. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> is that you are laughing, eh? I'm creating my own English. That churchiness must be what? Must be over. So many Christians are very churchy. Oh, I attend Assemblies of God. Oh, I attend the Church of Pentecost. Oh, I attend the... the that the churchy. It's not about being churchy. It's about being scriptural. Yes, sir. It's not about being church. It's good to be in church, to be taught like this. Is that true? There are a lot of things that happen when we congregate, when we come together. There is the blessings. You come to that. The blessings of coming together. Is that not powerful? So it says, for the earth which drinketh in the... Have I started teaching something right now? For the earth which drinketh in the rain, that comes upon it. So it's not all the, all the earth that drinks the rain. Even though in the natural, all the earth drinks the rain, depending on... Well, in fact, when you go to somewhere like Saudi Arabia or something, there is no rain for the earth to drink. Do you understand? Yes, but just for the earth, we drink it in the rain, that comes. So if the earth doesn't drink that rain, it can't bring forth herbs or fruits. Meat for them by whom it is dressed. So just for the earth, we drink it in the rain, that comes often upon it. How many upon it? Often. And bringeth forth herbs, meat for them, by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. So the earth that receives rain, receives blessing. Yes, 
Do, do, do you see what he's talking about? The, and what is the blessing in the natural? The blessing is what comes out of the soil, of the earth. Once the rain comes and keeps coming and keeps coming in your backyard, by the time you check, you see some, something growing out. Is that not true? But when it's coming, you may not see that it is causing something. You just see it coming. Then you see the evidence. When it keeps coming. Then it says, verse 8, it says what? Oh. But that which buried tongues, the earth that buried tongues. And see, this thing eh, is, is very practical. We've been in this ministry for a while now. Those who don't receive the word bring forth tongues. See, but that which buried tongues and prayers is rejected and is nigh unto cursing. Whose end is to be burned? So the one who keeps on receiving, so if I want to walk in some kind of blessing, I have to receive the rain. And what is the rain? The word. Did you catch what I just explained there? Keep on, see, soak yourself in the word. I say, do what? Because you see, when a child is being fed, or when you are feeding yourself, you don't see that you are growing. When you are feeding yourself, when you eat, you just say you are satisfied, satisfied and you just do one or two and all that. Later, after some time, after what? Some time. After the period, some period of time, you would realize that your dress doesn't fit you. In fact, even your shoe doesn't fit you again. Growth through the word. That's growth through what you are fed on. If you are there, shout glory. glory. So it's important that we take advantage of the word of God that is being taught, that is being preached, and let it form part of you. Let the word of God form part of your thoughts. Let the word of God form part of your thoughts. I've said it over and over. Think the word. Act the word. Speak the word. You hear a whole lot of information on the earth realm or in this world. In the midst of all that you are hearing, hear only the word. That is the best way if you want to become something big in Christ Jesus. You want to be successful. Success is, is, is fact. Success is in our DNA. Are you born again? Yes, Pastor. Failure is not in your DNA. No, Giving up is not in you. No, sir. Your spiritual genes doesn't know what it means when you say I've given up. It is the world that knows that. So if you are too you are too cultured by the word, then your thoughts make you give up and makes you fail. But your genes doesn't know failure. It doesn't know giving up. Are you in church today? Yeah. Take your seat now. Have you heard something? Oh, so I'm blessed to be here. So again, so I'm blessed to be here. So we are talking about the power in pronounced blessings. The power in pronounced blessings. The power in pronounced blessings. The power. Say it after me. Say the power... In pronounced blessings. Yes. We already explained what the blessing is. But I'll just do a, a little recap of all of that. Okay? Who wants to hear something about the blessing? So sometimes we say, we say that, we talk about the blessing. What is the blessing? The blessing. This one is I'm blessed. How are you doing? I'm blessed. What does it mean when you say you are blessed? The blessing... Now, I've said that there are different kinds of blessing the Bible talks about. There's the Adamic blessing and there's the Abrahamic blessing. The Christian is not 
living under the Adamic blessing. The Christian is living under the Abrahamic blessing. There's a slight difference between the two. Shout glory. The blessing is a divine influence of the Holy Spirit. Write it down. It's very important. The blessing is the divine influence of the Holy Spirit. The blessing is the divine influence of the Holy Spirit on a Christian. On a Christian. You can do on slash in. On or in the Christian. The Christian. That provokes the creation of wealth. That provokes the creation or the manifestation or the manufacturing. You can write all there. That provokes the creation, the manifestation, the manufacturing of wealth, of success. Of success, of productivity. Of success, of productivity. Of prosperity. In the life of that Christian. In the life of that Christian. That's the blessing. So we say, what is the blessing? The blessing is a divine influence of the Spirit. It means that the, 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 the blessing is a divine influence of the Spirit on a person. Or in the spirit of a person. Or on the Christian. Or in the spirit of the Christian. That provokes the release. That provokes the creation of wealth supernaturally. Add supernatural to whatever you've written. The release of wealth, the creation of wealth, supernaturally. Supernaturally. In the life of that Christian. The blessing also provokes the release. Write it down. The blessing also provokes. Is this guy behind the camera or is just left the camera? Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? You can't sit down and take a video. Is that how we do it? <laughs> so, it's also what? The divine, it also provokes the release of our inheritance in Christ. The blessing also provokes. So, the blessing also is a divine influence. Let me say something, it's a divine influence. It's a supernatural influence. It's a divine influence. There's a kind of supernatural working of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? So the blessing is not something normal. When we say somebody is blessed, or the blessing is on somebody's life, and you see, the blessing is on your lives. Not everyone is blessed. Listen to me carefully. Not everyone is blessed. Not everyone is blessed. No, not everyone is blessed. So the blessing also provokes the release of our inheritance in Christ. We have, we have an inheritance in Christ. Eternal life is an inheritance. So when you are blessed, there is a release of eternal life in your body. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Glory, glory. Say glory. glory. It's an inheritance. We are called unto glory, the Bible says. So, when, there's a, when we say there's a blessing on a person's life, what it implies is that there is a divine, there's a divine working. There's a divine oppression that causes this kind of inheritance that we have received in Christ to manifest in our lives. So you see a life full of glory. Where people are struggling, you see glory. You see success. Where people are struggling, you see success. You see productivity. Whatsoever you do produces results. The kind of results you are after. Are you following what I'm saying? That's the divine influence. That's a divine influence on the Christian. I said on who? On the Christian. And that influence provokes the manifestation or the creation of wealth. It's important that wealth is created around you supernaturally. That is when, when, the, the, when men say there is a cast down. The economy has gone bad. You say I'm lifted up in Christ Jesus. Why? There is a, there, there is, there is a, there, the Holy Ghost. Some of the people say they think that the blessing is something else. It's a divine influence. I don't want to go into that today. But when you study the scriptures in Galatians, you see that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. You see that the only reason why we say you are blessed is because the Spirit lives in us. In Galatians chapter 3. When you begin to talk about faith, those who are of faith are blessed with faith with Abraham. He said that curse is the one that hangs on the tree. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. That we might receive what? The promise through the Spirit. We might receive the promise through the Spirit. So once the Spirit steps into you, the blessing has come upon you. You have received the promise. What promise? The promise that God made to Abraham that the whole world is given to him. God said the whole earth belongs to Abraham. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we say Abraham was rich in gold and in cattle. How did he become rich? We've thought all of that. Have we thought that? So you can just go and t- listen to them. But this is so important. It is a mechanism of the spirit, the blessing. It's a heavenly mechanism to cause success. When we say success, it means that things are working. Do you understand? Oh, I say things are working. Things are working. Success means things are working. That's how simple it is. Prosperity means there is money in the pocket. <laughs> and I've said it before, you see, once you are born again, don't see yourself from the perspective of men. Take what God says you are. Take it. I said what? Take it and say what God says you are. Abraham was called Abraham. He had no child. It was Abraham. God called him Abraham. Father of many. But he had no child. He didn't change his name and say, I'm Abraham. Please, I have no son, sir. He said, Abraham. He called himself what God called him until the manifestation came to pass. That is why we always say we are taking over this world. It's not, it's not a brag. I said what? It's not a brag. What you can't say, you can't see. What you can't say, you can't see. The kind of life you cannot say, you can't see. Because once you say that, you are creating your life. You see, the society has created a, a kind of life for you. But you can create your own life. When I say you can create your own life, you can create the happenings in your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you in church? 
you can create the kind of happenings. Many Christians don't know. What do I want to see in my life? I have branches all over the world. I'm creating my own kind of life. I have businesses all over the world. I'm creating my own life. Because I'm blessed. Say, say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I said, it is not everybody that is blessed. Do you get what I'm talking about? But there's a blessing on our lives. It's the blessing of Abraham. It's the Abrahamic blessing. Now, the Bible calls it Abrahamic blessing so that we can know who to relate the blessing to. Because sometimes when we say something will happen and you've not seen some before, you may not believe it will happen. But when you have a name that has experienced that before, you know somebody ran, what, in two seconds and got, what, an award. He has done that before. If nobody has done that apart from that person, and you also want to do the same, at least you can say this person did that. Is that not true? That is why it's Abrahamic blessing, so that we can see Abraham doing that. We can see a, a kind of divine influence causing wealth into the, the life of Father Abraham. And expect the same in our lives. Because that same blessing is on our lives. I refuse to be small. Oh, say, I refuse to be small. Say that I say, I refuse to be small. It doesn't matter how I, with my environment today. It doesn't matter where I live today. It doesn't matter where I find myself today. It doesn't matter what I'm not seeing today. I refuse to be small. That is how to pray. You speak in tongues and you make declaration. I refuse to be small. I'm going places. I'm owning shops all over the world. You may not look like that. That's a divine influence. One of our brothers sharing a testimony. About the testimony he will share. But you see, every time the Spirit of God draws my attention to certain testimonies in this ministry because of the way it happens. The way it happens. Anybody can say something, but you see, when a person, this person is a leader, Brother Emmanuel, but it's not the, the testimony I want to share. I want to share what he said. You see, some people say that I just woke up and I, I went online and I started searching for something. Do you understand? Some people say I woke, I woke up and I opened my laptop. Oh, you see, okay, that's a divine influence. This young man says that he was, we had a prayer meeting we used to hold, he wasn't joining. And everybody was complaining, oh, this guy won't join to pray and all that. But you see, God has set a date for a change or for another change because, oh, that's the guy who's, why is the, can you, can you just click the video and let's see something? Who was saying that um, between the years of this day to this day, so that those of you don't know who I'm talking about. Somebody like Dick Nestor, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. Who my uh, man of God, uh, Pastor yeah, Prince, and our Lo and behold, the man of... Young guy. Okay. Now, this is an old testimony. Just play it small. Just play it small. God, Pastor Prince, just called me just and pronounced blessings upon my life. From that moment after, the first breakthrough that came for me was a port contract I obtained. Within the same period, in a matter of a month, I had also received a job offer from a world establishment institution. And so now my level is not see, in the same. So I can't okay. go into details, but right? I can offer also the opportunity. But you see, recently he's received another very big testimony. See, God moves from, it looks like WC can have about 10 testimonies. What do you guys think? But he's gotten, see what he was saying. That's a testimony he shared already. And he just brought it up. But we have a prayer meeting that we were holding for all leaders, and he wasn't, he wasn't very active in it. And he said he was asleep. But look at it. I want you to look, because sometimes, when people share testimonies, we just hear, and it's like, you are not concerned. After all, it's not me sharing. That is not the Christian. I said, that's not what? 
says, let brother love continue. When your brother is blessed, you are blessed. Yes, when he gets a job, you've gotten a job. Yes, when he says, Charlie, I got a job at I am what something, something. Glory. You say, glory, glory, glory. glory. We've gotten a job. We've gotten a job. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. You don't sit down and say, it's not my job. It's not mine. If you are like that, retrain yourself. Yes, it's a sign of selfishness. If it's not you, then it will not be anybody. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? Yes, but you see, this young guy was asleep. When he said in the sleep, he saw me in the sleep. Now, it's not me. Let me put it right. He saw the Spirit of God in his sleep. Do you understand? Because sometimes the Spirit of God uses, appears to people in different faces or with different faces depending on who, is, who he has set over you. Do you understand? So the Spirit of God did that and said, the Lord God told him that he should wake up and pray. Then he prayed. Then within the week, he had the same dream again. The Spirit of God told him, wake up and pray again. Then he prayed. Then he was there again, in one of his dreams again. He was owing me some money. That I've, I asked about three years ago or something, and he's for, he, has, he has forgotten. And I feel God told him, go and take that money and give to, the, give to your man of God. Sorry. Give to your man of God. And he said, he woke up and he said, Papa. He came back, he came to me and said, Papa, this is this. But to cut a long story short, eh, such happenings is what we refer to as a divine influence. You see, when you have gone to work and you are coming to sleep, and you do not know that there is another testimony or there is another big thing ahead of you. But you've gotten some testimonies. You've got a contract. You've got a job. You've got this. You are okay. But the Spirit of God wants to do something greater in your life. Then you are even unaware of what the Spirit of God wants to do. Then you are just asleep after work. And the Spirit of God shows up in your day and says, wake up and pray. Then you pray. Then wake up, wake up and pray again. Then you pray. Then he says, take that seed that the man of God asked about three years ago that you've not given. Go and give it to him. Then you go and give again. Then the God shows you what you should do. And then you get a greater testimony. That is, a divine, that's, that is what we call divine influence. I said we call that what? Divine influence. That is an influence where we say it is not by mind. It is not by power. It is by the spirit. 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 He's moving you into, into the manifestation of the blessings. It happens like that. Some it happens differently. Because the spirit of God has numerous ways of influencing things in our lives. Did you hear what I said? That is a divine influence. Somebody shared a testimony. Somebody told me, he says, Papa gave me a prophecy about, that was about 2014 when we were just having conferences. We weren't having churches and all that. We were just having some conferences here and there. And he said, Papa gave me a prophecy. In fact, I gave her a prophecy. And in the prophecy, I told her that you won't stay here. You are not living in Ghana. I see you all over. You are somewhere, somewhere. You don't stay here. She said she didn't know how that would happen. That's about how many years ago? About, that's about 2014, 2015. We're all young, young and looking for something to do. What do you guys think? But you see, all these years have passed. Then suddenly, what we said has come to pass. Then she sees, she says, says, hey, Papa, when Papa was saying all of that, and even talking about my relationship, this relationship is a wrong relationship, this, this, this. I even said, oh, I don't believe in that. What he's saying, I don't, I don't really understand. Maybe it's not true. And all of that. Until the relationship one happened, I said, yeah, this is true now. Then, the, the other one is still waiting, pending. We're still pending. 
This is about 2014-2015. Then now this person, 2016. Then this person comes into contact with the person she is supposed to marry after these years. After all these years. And then she says, now I understand what Papa said in 2016. That's a divine influence. That is God moving you into blessings. It's moving you where? To blessings. To the blessings. To the blessings. Is that not powerful? So that divine, I'm just saying these things to let you know that when we talk about divine influence, it's a divine supernatural working of the Holy Spirit. There is a supernatural operation of the Holy Spirit in the life of the Christian for the release of wealth supernaturally. Shout glory to that. Go to Ezekiel. So say, I'm walking in the blessings. Oh, I'm living in the blessings. When we say pronounce blessings, what does that mean? Because we've shared about a lot of things. If you're trading the Abrahamic blessings, is that not true? We've talked about a lot of things on the blessings. If you take these things serious, your life will never remain the same. You should be able to count your blessings. You should be able to count 2020. What? Where are we now? I think I've entered 2023 already. You should be able to count 2022 from January to December. You should be able to count 2020, 2021, 2023. Sometimes, all these years I just mentioned, you don't see any change, any relevant change. But keep at, keep on to the word. Stay in the word. Then when the change, when the change begins, it comes like this. There are changes that are whoom. There are changes that are gradual. There are changes that are instant. You wake up and there's change. I've seen that change before. Dog, have you seen that change before? You woke up and there is a change. Then there are also changes that are gradual. Why? For several reasons. For instance, the Spirit of God wants to test your faithfulness. I have a message I've not, I taught, I have taught the part one, the, 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 the communication of giving. You see. The Spirit of God wants to, to test your faithfulness. Or trains you to be faithful. The Spirit of God wants to test your stewardship. Sometimes he wants to test your heart. Do you understand? So it takes, sometimes he wants you to grow spiritually because the heir, as long, Galatians 4 says, as long as he's a child, he is an heir. I said we have an inheritance in Christ, right? But it says the heir, as long as he is a nephew, and nephew is an infant, he's a child, on breast milk, he's nothing like, he's not more than a servant. Is that not true? But when that Nepios grows, he takes charge of his father's estates. Is that not true? So when you grow spiritually, you take charge of estates. I've said, I said there, are, there, are, there are certain demons who will not mention my name. Do you know what I'm talking about? There are certain demons. There are some too who just pass somewhere and run away. Because you have grown. So you grow spiritually, you take charge. You grow carnally, you are taking charge over or off. So then we have children that we are, we are, we are carrying. I don't think some of the children we, are, we still carry them. When they are crying, we say, oh, because they are infants. You can't beat them out of crying. 
There are Christians who cry like that. There are children. When you grow and you see a disappointment, what do you go? You go for the disappointment. I say you do what? Oh, when we had the leaders meeting, we talk about going, going for the, the for Goliath's head. You go for it. When everybody is running away, you go for the head of Goliath. Who is ready to go for some head of Goliath here? The difficult the situation, the difficult you are. Yes. That's a matured Christian. It doesn't look at, sometimes when I talk here, I remember we had some meetings and when I talk here, people don't understand. When you, the word of God, you are filled with the word of God, you say anything. Did you hear what I'm talking about? The centurion, about, over, over, having over a hundred soldiers around him. He told Jesus, he said, speak the word only. It means say anything. I said, do what? Say anything. Say anything. I'm also a man under authority, just like you. But my own is a physical authority or natural authority. Or military authority, authority, sorry. And when I say to this man, go, he goes. When I call a servant, I say, hey, servant, brother, the servant comes. That is the centurion talking. Then he says, I know you are also a man under authority, you, Jesus. Say, I'm a woman under authority, say it. I just say, I'm a woman under authority. I'm a man under authority. Is that not powerful? There is power in pronounced blessings. There is what? Power. You see, sometimes the reason why I like this is when you hear these things and you go back home and you play them again to listen again or hear them again, they change your way of thinking. They change your way of seeing things. I've said it before. I said when I was when I was sleeping on the bench, I still believe God that I'm prosperous. I was sleeping on the bench. I was sleeping on what? Bench. bench. It's good to sleep on the bench. Yes, sir. <laughs> ah, glory. 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 Yeah. I still I still knew that this word of God does not fail. Anything will fail. Anything will pass away. People will promise and fail. The word cannot promise and fail. One great characteristic of the, of the word is that it doesn't promise and fail. It's a provision. You are there, you are there, you are there. That's why I say there is a language of WCN. The word of God is a provision, it's not a promise. It can, you can, it can be a promise depending on who is receiving it. If the Old Testament is man is receiving, it's a promise. If the Christian is receiving it, it's not a promise. It's a reality. But you see, there is something about us. And there is something about pronounced blessings. There is power in pronounced blessings. When we give, it's powerful. When we give, it's powerful. And there are a lot of reasons why we give. When we give, we express our love. When we give, we express our faith. In God's ability to provide. The one who doesn't like giving doesn't have faith in God's ability to provide. So he never experiences any provision. There is he that withholds and has nothing. If he withholds, he's accumulating but nothing to show. So giving is very powerful. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And giving shows where your heart is. When your treasure is somewhere, your heart will be there. Do you get what I'm talking about? When your treasure is somewhere, your heart will, you see, your heart follows your treasure. Every man's heart follows the, his treasure. If your $50,000 is in your kitchen, 
maybe in your wardrobe somewhere in the kitchen or the cabinet in the kitchen. Wherever you find yourself, your heart will be checking. Every time you gather, you open to see whether it's still there. When you hear that in the area, somebody's money is missing, the first thing that will come into your mind is where that treasure is. Do you understand? Your heart moves your your heart moves after the treasure, or your heart moves under after after your treasure uh, your treasure. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Your heart moves after. That is why, you see, that is why God encourages us to give, not because He wants money from us, but He wants us to demonstrate where our heart is. The one who demonstrates that his heart is in the kingdom gets more blessing. So it's so powerful. The one too, who demonstrates that his heart is in uh, Mercedes Benz buys his Mercedes Benz and is there. What do you guys think? Uh, is that not powerful? This, do you understand what I'm talking about? So there is, there is, is good. But I'm not talking about giving today. I just want you to know. Do you understand? But you see, there is also what we call pronounced blessings. That we Christians have taken lightly. That's why I say, if you are here today, you are blessed. Hallelujah. I didn't hear an amen to that. Amen. Take us to Ezekiel. There is something about pronounced blessings. Oh, if I teach you like this and you go home with this kind of mentality and understanding of God's word, I teach you like this and you go, is this guy watching on? Shout glory. glory. Take us to Ezekiel. Are you behind the camera or you are asleep? What do you guys think? You are, not, are we playing here? You are working and you are looking left and right. If somebody is even passing, you don't see. Is that the right thing to do? That is just by the way. Maybe we must take some cane and ship you before we continue. What do you guys think? Ezekiel chapter 44 verse 30. Oh. So there is power... In pronounced blessings. There is power in pronounced blessings. Sometimes it comes in the form of benediction. In the church. Do you understand? Sometimes it comes in the form of prophecy. Pronounced blessings. Don't miss this thing. Don't miss it. I said what? Sometimes it comes in the form of benediction. In the church. Sometimes it comes in the form of what? Prophecy. In the church. Pronounced blessings. I'm saying pronounced blessings come in the form of what? Benediction. It comes in the form of prophecy. It comes in the form of faith speaking. Because prophecies are normally by inspiration and revelation. But sometimes we speak by faith. We speak by faith. By reason of what the word of God says. We see what the word of God says. And we speak by faith. So faith speaking. So pronounced blessings also comes what? What did I just say? In the form of faith speaking. Is that clear to you now? So important. So important. There is power in it. I want to show you what power is talking about. And the first of all, the first fruits of all things, and every oblation of all, oblation has to do with donations and givings. And the first of all, the first fruits of all things, and every oblation of all, of every sort of your oblations shall be the shall be for the priests or shall be the priests. So the first fruit belongs to the, the priest. Is that not true? That's what they saying here. You shall also give unto the priest the first of your dough. That then look at what he says. Can we all read what he says after the command? He says, Did you see what they're reading? Can I read it again? 
Should I read it again? It says, and the first of all, the first fruits of all things, and every oblation of all. There are people who don't like church people to talk about giving at all. Do you understand? There are people, when they hear giving, something in their system begins to now, hey, they are talking about giving, it begins to shake. Malagadosh kapalakato. That thing in the system must be disabled. But it says, first of all, first of all things, and every oblation of all, of every sort of your oblations shall be the priest. Because you see, giving is part of our service. Like preaching is part of the service. It's part of the worship. I have things to talk about giving. I don't talk today. New year, new year time. What do you guys think? But every sort of your oblations shall be for the priest. You shall, you see what it says? Are you seeing what it says here? There are certain things that are for the priest. There are certain things that are given to the priest. So you are under a man of God and you see certain things that are given to him. There are people when they see that people are giving some monies to men of God. Or they hear that there are some people within the, that give money to men of God. They feel some way. They feel that these men of God are taking advantage of the people. You see, they, it's a, this, that's what I'm saying, the culture of the word. No man of God is sent to take, no genuine man of God, let me put it that way, is sent to take advantage of someone. You may be deceiving yourself without knowing. With this kind of mentality and understanding. But God is speaking here. And he says certain things must be given to the priest. Certain things must be given to the church. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Then he says that when these things are given, he mentions first fruits and other things, other offerings or other things that we bring to church. He says that when we do that, then he says what? Can we all read? One to go. That he may cause the blessing to rest. Say it, read it again. He says what? That he may cause the blessing to rest in your house. In whose house? Do you see that? How will he cause the blessing to rest in your house? It means that we may be all blessed, but the blessing may not be manifesting in our house. So we say we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. But there is no actualization of the blessing. So God ordained the priest in the Old Testament. He ordained the priest. He assigned the priest. He gave the priest an assignment to cause the blessing. See how God loves us. When I was talking about Emmanuel's testimony as to the visions, that's a demonstration of God's love. When you, are not, you don't even know what is about to happen in your life, and that's where God comes to you and tells you what you should do. It shows you how much love He has for you. What, what do you think, Brother Lars? What do you think? That's love. So God was concerned about the blessing being actualized in their lives. So He said, Bring all these things. When you do that, the, the, the priest will cause the blessing. The priest will cause the blessing. The priest will cause... Are you in church today? I'm not hearing an amen. That's why I'm asking you. Are you in church? It says the priest will cause the blessing to rest. When we say something is resting, it means it is staying there. It is lying in your house. Is that not true? So the priest will cause the blessing. So the priest has the power or the right or has been ordained to cause the blessings to manifest 
in the houses and in the lives of the Christian or of the blessed. Do you see that? Do you see it here? Do you see it here? That the priest may cause the blessing. That the priest may cause the blessing. You say you are, under, you are in the Abrahamic blessing. The Abrahamic blessing is upon you. But you don't see the blessing anywhere. Hey, is this true that I'm blessed? It says the priest can cause that blessing to rest in your house. Say an amen to that. Amen. Is that not a powerful scripture? Amen. Let me shock you another. Let me give you another scripture and shock you here. Are you hearing? Yes, Luke chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10. Give us one. Give us uh, Matthew chapter 10. And give us the, the amplified or the passion trans- translation. But give us the amplified. Somebody who has the passion can just read it. Maybe Pastor Will can check it out or someone and then read it. This is so important. Is this important? I'm sharing certain things with you today. Today I didn't come to prepare for people. I want you to understand certain things. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I want you to understand certain things. Since my people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. I've seen Christians struggle and struggle and struggle. And some people even belong to this ministry. Struggle and struggle and struggle and struggle. And they're like, why am I struggling like that if grace is here? Moving from place to place. Because sometimes there's a lack of understanding somewhere. You must eat the word of God like you're eating something. What do you guys think? You must know the word of God. You must believe the word of God. You must receive the word of God. And do the word of God. I said do what? Do the word of God. And Jesus summoned to him his twelve disciples. Look here. Are you there? Look here. And gave them power and authority over unclean spirits. To drive them out. And to cure all kinds of disease and all kinds of weakness and infirmity. Verse 2. Just, just follow the reading. Now these are the names of the twelve apostles. Continue verse 3. Continue verse 4. Continue verse 5. Jesus sent out these twelve, charging them. This is the instruction he gave them. He gave them what? Instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles. And do not go into any town of the Samaritans. Verse 6. But go rather to the lost sheep, the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Verse 7. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Is that not powerful? Even told them what they should say. Go to verse 8. Cure the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers. Drive out demons. Freely, without pay, you have received. Freely, without charge, you give. Is that not powerful? Go to verse 9. Take no gold, nor, nor silver, nor even copper money in your purses. Say, don't take any money when you are going. Did you, did you hear what he said? Was sending them. Continue verse, verse. And do not take a provision bag or a wallet for a collection bag for your journey. Nor two undergarments, nor sandals, nor a staff. For the workman deserves his support, his living, his food. Go to verse 11. We are going somewhere. Yes, sir. Say we are, we are going somewhere. And into whatever town or village you go, inquire who in it is deserving and stay there at his house until you leave 
until you leave that vicinity. Verse 12. Into whatever town or village you go, it says, do what? Inquire. As you go into the house, give your greetings and wish it well. Go to verse 13. Oh, is that not powerful? It says, when you get to the house, give your greetings and wish it well. Continue. Then if indeed that house is deserving, let's come upon it your peace. That is freedom from all the distresses. Give me the King James. I don't like this one in the verse 13. I want you to see the King James. I don't like this one at all. Maybe the Luke 10 will help me. But let me we'll go to Luke 10. Let me, let's deal with this. Are you in church? Yes, sir. It says, and if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. Verse 14. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Give me Luke chapter 10. This one explains, let your peace. I want you to, I want you to understand when you say what it means in Luke's account. This is Matthew's account. It's the same thing. But Matthew, Luke wrote it well. In fact, in the Gospels, I like Luke and John. And John. Luke is more detailed as a doctor. Because he was cutting, cutting people. So it's more detailed. And John 2 works with the revelation. Luke chapter 10, verse 1. Are you here? Yes, sir. Are you here? Yes, sir. Are you here? Yes, sir. Pastor, look for the uh, TPT. Yes, sir. For the Matthew 10. But let's go to Luke 10, 1 to 5. This is so powerful. It will bless you. So I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Verse 2. Verse 2. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Verse 3. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Verse 4. Carry neither purse, nor script, nor shoes. And salute no man by the way. See what ministry has to do with discipline. Salute no one by the way, so that nobody distracts you. And into whatsoever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house. Do you see it there? Peace be to... That's, that's the pronouncement of blessings. Did you catch it or you've gone home? It says that when you, you are sent as a man of God, and you enter, when you, that's what he's talking, you enter a city, you enter a home. It says in whatever house that you enter, first say, peace be to this house. Now continue, verse 6. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. Give me the amplified of this. So it says that, first say what? Peace. First say what? So he's talking about the pronouncement of blessings. Now when you enter a home and you are accepted, you are welcomed. Give me the amplified of this. I think that, that will help me. Start from verse 2. Are you here? Yes, sir. And he said unto them, The harvest indeed is abundant. There is much ripe grain, but the farm hands are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Verse 3. Go your way. Behold, I send you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Verse 4. Carry no purse, no provision bags, change of sandals, 
All of that, verse 5. Whatever house you enter, first say, first say what? Peace be to the, this household. Then it brings freedom from all the distresses that result from sin be with this family. Verse 6. And if anyone worthy of peace and blessedness is there, the peace and the blessedness you wish shall come upon him. But if not, it shall come back to you. So you see, you realize that in ministry, ministry has to do with how you are welcomed. How you are received. How a man of God is welcomed. You can stand there, man of God, over and over and never receive anything from him. Because you've not welcomed him. There's a way to welcome a man of God. There's a way to receive a man of God that is sent over your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So sometimes people stay in churches for a long time and never welcome the man of God. There's a way to welcome a man of God into your house, into your home. That doesn't mean he's driving his car or he's coming to your house. But you welcome him into your house. Then when he feels welcomed, he pronounces peace. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Jesus was telling them that as a man of God, as a minister of the gospel, what, one of the things that should be in your mouth when you, up, when you meet somebody that welcomes you is peace. Pronounce peace. That word peace means rest out of struggles. Because of the Greek word translated in English, it looks very simple. Peace. It's like two people are fighting, you say there should be peace. But he didn't talk about fighting here. Peace then means rest out of struggles. Peace then means prosperity. So when I enter your house, or when I meet you in church, and I say peace upon you. Oh, look at you, you are quiet like that. That's what the kind of church you come from is making you quiet here. Are you a WCN member? You can't be quiet. I say when I come to your home, or when I meet you in church, or I meet you by the way, so I say, Papa, you met me, I was going to buy some maize somewhere, some corn to, to chew. What do you guys think? And I say, Papa, Papa, I say, hey, Kojo, is that you? Peace be upon you. When I say peace be upon you, you say amen. amen. Sometimes you amen, you, you use to say amen. Sometimes amen, you kneel down and say amen. Sometimes you lie down and say amen. When I say peace be upon you, I'm saying that rest upon you. Rest out of struggle. I'm saying blessing upon you. I'm saying prosperity upon you. Say, say it. He says, don't carry anything when you are going. Go to the house. Another translation, I'm looking for a translation. I don't know which translation I read this morning that I've been looking for. Maybe it's the TPT. Do you understand? You see, when you enter the house of an honorable person, oh, that one touched me. We don't enter everybody's house. We enter the houses of honorable people. Say, I'm honorable in Christ Jesus. I'm honorable. You see, sometimes when we talk, we talk about honorable, you begin to think about some MP. That's a wrong mentality. Oh, are you changing your mindset right now? Something is affecting your belief system. Is that not true? When we say this person is honorable, it comes to you. Say, I'm honorable, I'm honorable. The Bible says, I'm, you're a chosen generation. It says, you are royalty and a priest. You are a king priest. Oh, say, I'm honorable. To belong to Jesus, you are honorable. So when you enter an honorable person's house and the person welcomes you, I don't know whether it's a TPT. Yes, sir. It's TPT, eh? Yes, 
What does it say? It's so powerful. I read it this morning. I just lied down and started speaking in tongues. Mandos, Mandos. Chapter 10, verse 11. Uh-huh. Whatever village or town you enter, uh-huh. search for an honorable man. Search for an honorable man. No, people say, men of God like making friends with rich people. Who are the rich people? Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? See, the man of God likes making friends with a rich person. Why won't you become the rich person so the man of God makes friends with you? Do you understand what I'm talking about? When you have poverty mentality, all you see is impossibilities. Are you hearing something? But you are blessed. The blessing of Abraham. The, today we are talking about blessing. What do you guys think? Oh, Malaka, Toso, Topra, Continue reading. Are you following his reading? Yes, sir. Read it, read it. Uh-huh. Search for an honorable man. Search for an honorable man. Uh-huh. Who will let you into his home until who will, you leave? Who will do what? Let, let you into, into his, his home. home. So when you don't let the man of God into your home, will he come? No. So you can be in church, but if not let the man of God into Do you know how you let the man of God into your home? By following his instructions. By following his messages. You are here, you've not listened to any message. Some of you are here all year. You've not listened to any message for all these months. You've not let the man of God into your home. He must not come with steps. A man of God is made by his words. We know a man by his words. We know a man of God by his words. Do you know what I'm talking about? The words he speaks. So if his words are coming to you, and you are just there doing, uh, it's not the first time they even pray for me. It's not the first time they did the Malagadosh, it is not welcomed into your home. So you can't see me in your dream, like somebody saw. Because you have not welcomed me. Ask the man of God over you. You saw me this weekend. That's the spirit of God. Bring that the spirit of God coming to you. You you say it right now. Give me the microphone, you say it. But let me finish it. Wait, 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 let's finish reading. Ask dog, dog. Dog says, Dog, Papa, today I saw you in my dream. And you laid hands on me. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And you laid hands on me. And when I woke up, the effect of that laying hands was still on me when I woke up. That is the spirit of God. That is the spirit of God. You may not see the effect of that immediately. There are a lot of things the spirit of God does that you don't see the effect immediately. But it begins to work. As you keep at what you were doing for which that happened to you, it begins to work. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, is this not powerful? Yes, but really, let's continue. It looks like my time is just running like something. What do you guys think? But I don't worry. Today I'm teaching. I'm teaching. Tomorrow I'll just do some prophecies. Continue, huh? Once you enter a house, uh-huh. speak to the family. Once you enter the house, speak to the family. To the I family? told somebody I'm ca- I was coming to visit him on the 1st of January 2022. The person didn't let me come. I'm shaking my head like that. Because if the man is a man of authority, he will let me come. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Head of the house, sir. Yeah. If your wife, because of your wife, you don't let me come, then there's a problem. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm booked. I'm booked. I'm booked. <laughs> Within the year, I just felt like I have to go and visit these people. This one said, Oh, Papa, we will not be there with this. I think I'm coming to take money. I'm coming to eat food. 
I've overeaten in my house to the point where if I don't eat again, when there is food, I say, no, no, give it to uh, Gideon to eat. What do you guys think? And if gives it to cameraman who is just there looking left and right. And if anyone worthy of peace, now listen, if anyone, see the scriptures saying, eh? so if we will study the scriptures, not to preach it, we will study the scriptures to know and to do, not to preach it. Most Christians think I'm not a pastor, that's why I don't study the scriptures. Because we have not told oh, Jesus Christ. Do something that makes you look, oh, that's not what he's saying here. That's when the minister of God, the man of God, pronounces peace upon you. Say that peace will rest. He didn't say when he pronounces the peace, it may not rest or it may rest. Do you see that? That's when he pronounces peace, the peace, the blessing of peace. By that pronouncement, it's like Ezekiel. He causes peace to be in the house. So peace can be in your house when the man of God makes a pronouncement. Because he was sending them as men of God, not as just anyone. Did you hear what I said? So they say pronouncement on peace. See, peace be upon you. Peace be upon your family. Peace be upon your finances. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That means, do you know what I just said? Struggle free be upon your family. All those struggles are swallowed by the pronouncement. I say peace be upon you. This is enough. You don't need a prophecy. You, this is enough. You, be, you don't need a prayer. This is enough. So now I study the scriptures. So I say, Jesus prayed and we pray. But most of the things Jesus did, he did it by pronouncing. He hardly prayed for the sick. We never saw that. He made pronouncements and they received them. Sometimes we make pronouncements and people don't receive. Do you know how people don't receive? Do you know what, how you know you don't receive? Because after the pronouncement, you go home thinking the same way you came. But you see, I can't hand over to you a treasure and you are going home thinking like you don't have a treasure. Is that not true? If I say I've given you a, a new car, you go home thinking you don't have a car. If I something will change at once. But you see, you don't need a car. You need the pronouncement of blessings. The pronouncement of blessings will cause that car to come. Will cause that money to come. Will cause that capital to come. Depending on what you are expecting. So you may come to church. I may not pray for you. But I say peace be upon you. Amen. You say amen. You go out there, you see changes. You will see changes. Yes, you come back and testify. that Papa, After you said peace upon me, I've seen changes. Blessings everywhere. Hallelujah. I said blessings everywhere. Amen. See, I'm working in blessings. Working in blessings. So what is pronounced? You've seen some of the things here? Peace be upon you. Amen. Sister Frida, peace be upon you. Amen. Brother Sam, peace be upon you. Amen. Do you understand? I said peace be upon you. Amen. My brother over there, peace be upon you. Amen. So you receive, I, amen. Do you understand? Yes, amen means what? Let it be like what you have said. So sometimes when I've said this before, Oh, is this not powerful? Some people, when you even pray for them, and they say amen, the amen is amen. In their minds, it's just one of those things. We treat it as one of those things. Once you say amen to a prayer, amen to a pronouncement, what you have said is that let it be so. So you go home as if it is so. You go home thinking it is so. 
Oh, that is how the old men, the patriarchs lived though. When their names were changed, their lives didn't change instantly. When their names were changed, oh, can I teach you certain things? When their names were changed, their lives didn't change instantly. And I'll show you some scriptures. When their names were changed, when the guy wrestled, says, if you don't, if you don't bless me, I won't let you go. He was wrestling for a blessing with an angel. He was wrestling for a blessing. You are not wrestling for blessing. No. His life didn't change that instant. He also had his challenges. But those things stayed with them. Do you understand? Yes, stayed with them. It's like when the Bible says, all the things that the angel said stayed with Mary. Mary kept all of these things in her heart. She did not fully understand what the angel was saying, but she kept all of those things in her heart. That's, that's, that's it. We say peace upon you. When you turn, you step out and you are going. You go as somebody that is struggle free. Some struggle free. So when you wake up and you are praying in the name of Jesus, my man of God has pronounced, I'm struggle free. I also put it on my, in my mouth and declare I'm struggle free. I've broken out of all struggles. Is this not powerful? It says if the person does not receive that blessings, that blessing will not uh, what fall to the ground. Did he say to fall to the ground? Oh, some of you are already where? Where are you? Where are you? Where? Shout glory! Are you following? And if anyone worthy of peace and blessings is there, the peace and blessings you wish shall come upon him. If not, it shall come back to you. He didn't say it shall fall to the ground. So when we pronounce peace on you and you do not receive. It, the peace comes back to us. Ah, is this not, Jesus said it. This is written in red. It is white on the board, but it's red in the, in the book. Jesus' own words. It says, if you don't receive the peace, we were in the airport somewhere recently, and, and there, are you here? Shout Hallelujah. Oh, see how beautiful you look here. Full of glory. Full of peace. Full of blessings. Normally when we reach those, that place, the customs or whatever they call those people there, we always say, you are a pastor? You say yes. They say pray for me. Then sometimes you pray. When they finish, they say, oh, but it's not just the prayer. You pray through your substance too. So recently we were with another pastor we were going and when we reached there and the guys checked the luggage and he said you are pastors? We said yes. They asked him where we were going. We said we told them where we were going. They said pray for us. Then the pastor that was with us prayed. Then he said but something's wrong. Then I told them I told the pastor that I said tell them that they don't need something small from you. They need words from you. Why am I saying this? Because sometimes we think we need something, what, material from the pastor. People get offended and say, my rent, I told the church. The church, we went to do evangelism and one lady said that. That the church that she was attending, when she had, she needed, she had a problem. When she needed, uh, what? Are you in this church? Yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. It says when, they, when they, the church needed to help them, Help her. The church did not help her. So she has stopped going to church about two years ago. Ah. And then I said, come to our church. 
I realized immediately that she lacks knowledge. She was complaining to me to make it look like oh, the church didn't help her. But I realized that she was ignorant of the word of God. She was in the church and she was not taught. She thought she needed what? Money from the church. My school fees is ready. Can the church pay? Sometimes we do it. But that should not be what you are after in a church. Sometimes we can give a seed to someone or bless somebody with a seed. But that should not be what you are after. What you should be after are the words that we pronounce. So when you read the, when we read the castle, I said, what you need is that peace be upon you. Or you are blessed. That is it. What is, did you get what I said? It's like 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 when it says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. This was Paul speaking to the church like this. He said, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. And the communion of the Spirit. It says, be upon you. That's a pronouncement of blessing. So sometimes we are closing from church and we say, the, and the man of God takes the microphone and says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Spirit be upon you. You can trivialize it. Ah, but what is he talking about? The grace of our Lord. Or you just say amen because it has become a norm. At the end of service we say it. But that's a pronouncement of blessings. Do you know what it means when you say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon you? The grace. It means every Sunday when we meet and we say, and I keep saying it, or a minister, a pastor, or somebody who has spiritual authority, keeps saying that the grace of our Lord Jesus be upon you, he's talking about a multiplication of the outworkings of the Spirit. He's talking about, he's, he's, he's causing certain things in your life. He's causing certain things in your life. He says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon you. He says, the love of God be upon you. Oh. He says, the communion of the Spirit be upon you. Let it be upon you. You say, Amen. You say, Amen. Yes. The communion be upon you. Then you find yourself, like he said, in the dream, you see the Spirit of God comes there. One day in the dream when a man appeared to me says, I am the Holy Ghost, follow me. I was following him. After, I had that dream three times. I'm a, I am the Holy Ghost, follow me. And when I, when I met my spiritual father, he said, what did he say? What did he say? He says he has commissioned the Spirit of God to guide you. He said what I have been seeing. I've seen three times. This man will come to me and say, follow me. Sometimes you'll be running, I'll be running. Sometimes I'll be walking, I'll be walking, he says, follow me. So I follow the Spirit. I do what? Follow the Spirit. Don't follow any man or anything. Nothing moves you or shakes you when you follow the Holy Ghost. Not what moves, what moves people doesn't move you. Do you understand? If you are moved by the wind, you, you have to check the, the level of, the measure of the word. Did you get what I said? Be upon you. Let the grace be upon you. The more he says that, the more grace is activated. You see, the, 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 pronouncement, the pronouncement of blessings actualizes what he said. So when he says the grace, of, the, the grace be upon you, he's actualizing grace. He's saying grace should be actualized. The outworkings of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God working out things in your life. Working out things in your life. You said I had two scholarships. That is the outworkings of the Spirit. 
You said I have three men. I don't know which one to choose. That's the outworkings of the spirit. You said I got three, I have three jobs. I was working here. Then I got an appointment. I got an appointment. I don't know which one to choose. That is the grace of God working. Yes, sir. I didn't hear that you shout glory to that. Glory. What is pronounced blessings? Pronounced blessings refers to words of blessings uttered. Words of blessings. Am I teaching you something? Yes, so you see, you are just being improved. How many of you are being improved just by what you are hearing? Yes, ah. Christianity has become pray for me. Do you understand? Yes, you must change and make it speak to me. Ah, yes, Christianity must be speak to me, not pray for me. Because words have power. Words have power. And pronounced blessings have power. And as WCN members and all that, you should have that mentality. When your man of God, when the woman of God, when any of the pastors, you shake hands with them and say, peace be upon you. You say, Amen. Amen. You can kneel down and say, Amen. Amen. You can even lie down and say, Amen. Amen. You can hold the man of God's leg and say, Amen. I'm not letting this peace pass by. Grace be upon you. Peace be upon you. The communion of the Spirit be upon you. The love of God be upon you. Oh, do you know the love of God? Says the Bible says the love of God surpasses science science knowledge. The depth of the the love of God upon your life. God's God's love at work in you and through you. Oh, you enter a place, everybody is rejected. Somebody was showing a, a testimony uh, recently and was saying that she went to the interview room and they, it was like they, it was a conversation. That's the love of God. That's the love of God. Uh, we've heard that over and over again. Where people are not even interviewed. They enter the interview room and no, no, what? The testimony the young man shared yesterday that we played yesterday, it was like that. He was even rejecting the offer. They still called him. He says, oh, uh, we can't come for that interview. There is long. There's something, something, something. Ah, in U.S., not in Ghana here. I said, where? That is the love of God. That is the demonstration of God's love. That is the, that is the effect. Are you here? That is the effect of the pronouncement upon the person's life. The effect of the pronouncement, the power of the pronouncement at work. So the guy said, I don't even want the job again. He's dead and they call him. He doesn't want to they keep calling him. Ah, you to, okay, you don't want to come for the interview. You wait, you just do the interview online. We just want to see your face online and say one or two. Malagados e pretokoso. That is peace upon the house. Oh. So when we say the love of God, now you understand it. The love of God at work. When you go, there is this, there is this aura of love. There is this ambience of love. That the guy who came for the interview before you, they say, what is your name? He say, Kojoma, okay, you, you go, go, you call, you call you. Then you, you sit down and they look at what is your name? Oh, so what do you want us to do for you? How, how much do you want us to give you? Are you getting what I'm saying? That is the love of God. You can't be easily rejected. You can't be easily disappointed. That is the love of God. So when I stand here, 
Or the woman of God stands here. Any of the pastors stands here and says, Let the love of God upon you, say amen. amen. Oh, you are, not, you are not saying amen. You are not saying amen. amen. So I said the pronounced blessing is what? Words of blessings uttered you. U-T-T. Uttered. Over the blessed one. Not over a person. We don't utter blessings over a person. <laughs> ah, Zonte Kapala. Are you in church today? Yes, sir. Who is loving what I'm teaching like this? You are just loving. You said that it's good I'm here today. It's good I'm here today. So it says, uttered. I said that you don't utter blessings over a person. You utter blessings over the blessed one. Write that down. It means that it is not everyone that you can pronounce blessings upon. You can only invoke blessings or pronounce blessings or utter the words of blessings over the blessed one. Did you hear what I said? Let me explain why I said that. Because not every man is blessed. The only people who are blessed are those who are born again. So Galatians 3 explains that those of us who are of faith, just like Abraham, says we are blessed with faithful Abraham. I don't have time to read those scriptures to you. But Galatians 3 says you can read throughout the whole chapter. You see a lot of things. It talks about the blessings of Abraham on the Christian. Are you here? Yes. So we pronounce blessings on the blessed one. Don't forget that. And that blessed one is you. That blessed one is you. We pronounce blessings on the blessed one. It's not every person we meet and say, you are blessed. Oh, you are blessed. It won't work. We bless the one who is already blessed. We pronounce blessing on the blessed one. We pronounce blessing on the one who is living in the Abrahamic blessing. That's what I'm saying. And who are those living in the Abrahamic blessing? The Christian. The sons of God. Those who are joint heirs with Christ. And are, and are heirs of God. Is this not powerful? Wow. So these are words. Now, pronounced blessing is an invocation. Write it down. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You see that we can already supernatural. Oh. I told you I'll teach you on some ten laws, eh? One of these days I'll teach you the ten laws. Barandos etelikadosh. There are people who can't receive me as a man of God. They can't receive me. I was talking recently in the house. There are some people who can't, they can't, they can't fit in this ministry. They want to turn the ministry into a political party. A ministry is not a political party. You can't fit into this ministry. You don't judge this ministry by your father's ministry or your uncle's ministry. Oh, no, 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 no. Because everyone has his vision and their parties, they race on the line. Is that not true? The lane, yeah. So you see people can't fit. When they can't fit, they begin to talk plenty against the ministry. They can't fit. So they can't, they, they can't welcome you. Do you understand what I'm talking about? They can't welcome you. Those who welcome, they say, Papa, I'm moving from glory to glory. It's like with this one thing, but it will happen, sir. Oh. I see that I said, in my life, it's like with this one thing. Do I say it every time? That one thing. When it happens, you know that God has sent me. Is that not true? The man of God pronounced the blessing. There was famine everywhere. 
Oh, am I teaching you something this? Kalabas <laughs> There was too much ekom. Say ekom. Too much farming to the point where people were eating their children. Women were eat, cooking their children to eat. The level of farming. Then the king realized that no, something is wrong somewhere. Then the prophet also realized that something is, is wrong somewhere. So the king was, the prophet was contacted. The prophet said, I realize that this thing is not of God. Then he made a pronouncement. He said, tomorrow about this time, all this situation you see shall be changed. That's a pronouncement of blessing. He blessed the community. You can bless your, your community. You can bless your family. Yes. Do you understand what I'm talking about? But when your man of God comes in as a priest, oh, he blesses more. He said, why did they look for the prophet? For pronouncement. He said, tomorrow about this time, this, this shall sell for this, and that, that shall sell for this. Take the whole situation, be with his words. Then there was this young man who was with the king, the prime minister, or the finance minister at that time. He said, even if God will make windows in the heavens, it cannot be. You see, he did not welcome the words. He did not welcome the words. He did not welcome the man of God. You can't be in a church and have a problem with the man of God. You, in fact, you can't have a problem with the man of God. You can't have a problem with your woman of God. You can't have a problem with your pastors. You can't be in a church and have a problem with... You say, may I have a problem with pastors? May I have a, you must be born again. Yes, sir. You must be born again, again. It's a sign that you are not really born again. It's not a joke. It's a sign you are not really born again. When you are born again and the love of God is in your heart, you can't love your boss over your pastor. See, my boss is the one who advises me. He gives me good advice. When I see my pastor, he doesn't give me good advice. He only says that I will be praying for you. You say you are born again. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. When we say let's all speak in tongues, you can speak in tongues. You are joking to us. You are lying to us. You can't be filled with the spirit and have a problem with your pastor. Because the spirit has set authority over you. You can't be against the spiritual authority set over you. And be for a physical authority in your workplace set over you. Did you hear what I said? It's an error. We Christians must live in our world and stop living foolishly. You must live in our world. The world God has created for us in the scriptures. You are not hearing what I'm saying. You shout glory. That's why people have troubles everywhere. Troubles. Everywhere. Struggles everywhere. They can't tell their today from tomorrow and tomorrow from yesterday. They can't tell what is next. In the, I, mean, I, know, I can tell what is next in my life. But I can't you tell what is next in your life. But if you have a problem with your pastor, problem with your leaders in church, problem with your woman of God, man, you have a problem. To the point sometimes you come and be like, oh, I won't give him greet them. Mm, me, I don't want to. Hey. Are you blessing me? Can you bless me? Hmm. I'm coming to that. Because you don't have to be running to it. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm talking about? So, the, when we say pronounce blessing, I'm, I'm teaching you certain things. I think I've taught a lot of things in this church. But the problem is people, people have taken the word of God lightly. They've made the word of God of non-effect. Because of the traditions they received in their churches. Some of the traditions they received in their homes. I realize that if you were raised in a home where you don't have respect for your parents, when you come to church, you don't have respect for leadership too. 
I can tell that you don't have respect for your parents. I know. You can be very close to your dad or your mom. But if you don't have respect, I know. I can tell that you don't have respect from the way you do one or two. But when you come to church, you realize that the same attitude follows you into church. Then you begin to misbehave. You begin to do what? So we go into this direction. You say you go here. We pass here. You pass here. We say it. You say, oh, it's not a church. I can go to another church. There are many churches all over. Christians think like that. They run from church to churches. From this church, they enter that church. The pastor says, oh, I want to about trans, trans. Then you sit there. Because people don't know. Can't have a problem with your leader, with your pastor. I'll show you why. But you see, I said the pronounced blessing is an invocation. It's what? An invocation of blessings on the blessed one. By a man of God. By a minister of the gospel. By a man of God. By a minister of the gospel. By a man of God. Oh, I have a lot of things to share. Maybe I'll push some to tomorrow. What do you guys think? By a man of God. By a minister of the gospel. Or by somebody who has spiritual authority. Who has been given spiritual authority over you. Did you catch it? I said what? Pronounced blessing is an invocation. It's what? An invocation. An invocation. An invocation of blessings over the blessed one by a man of God, by a minister of the gospel, or by someone who has spiritual authority over you. In a way, has is high in rank over you. He has spiritual authority over you. Do you see it there? You caught what I just said. It's an invocation. That's one. Write it down. That's one. Have you written one? Two. It is. Pronounced blessing is. That's, that's even the, that's what the second one, right? The first one is the utterance I said. To utter words of blessings. The second is the invocation. There's a reason why I use the word invocation. I'm using certain words today. Number three. Number three. <laughs> Balagadosh, shout glory. Will you see a seed and let me continue? Is that not powerful? It is also the accentuation. A-C-C-E-N. The accentuation of blessings. It is also the accentuation Is that not powerful? Of the blessings upon the blessed person or the blessed one. An invocation. I said an utterance. The first one. The words of utterance over the blessed one. Is that what I said? The second one said an invocation. The third one I said what? An accentuation. Are you not blessed to just be here? Over the blessed one. That's so powerful, right? 
Can I explain that briefly? Before I close, you want to understand that? That's powerful. Is that not powerful? So I talk about the utterance one. An invocation means it looks like to conjure something. Now, when you conjure something, when we say you have conjured something, it means that you've made a ghost or a spirit appear. In, in, in literal words, that's what it means. So when it talks about an invocation, it means, with regards to what we are learning now, it means to call forth the attention of the Spirit. To call for the attention of the Holy Spirit. That is a conjuring. You are bringing forth because you can't cause the Holy Spirit to appear. <laughs> do you understand? Or it goes to a Spirit to appear like the people do in magic and all that. But you can call forth the attention of the Spirit of God to actualize. To actualize. Don't forget that to actualize. Or to cause the blessing to happen. So when you, we say that we are making pronouncement, it means that we are invoking the blessings. For the one I said, peace be upon you. That's an invocation of the blessings of peace. When I say life be upon you, you say amen. It's an invocation of the life of the spirit. So if you hold on to that, you can never just sleep and not wake up. So I had an accident. So what happened? He was going the car passed and he knocked something and something, something. No, 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 no. Because there is life on your part. There is an invocation of life. There's a conjuring, a conjuring of life. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It means that we have we are calling forth the spirit of God to make life happen in your life. When we say prosperity be upon you, you are doing business, doesn't work. The man of God can say, Papa, pray for me, pray for you. you don't need prayers. Then we invoke blessings on what you are doing or what you are selling. What you are selling, we invoke blessings. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We say prosperity be on this business. Let there be prosperity. On this business. Let there be success in this business. Let, do you understand? We say that. When we say that, we are ordained to say that. We are calling forth the Holy Spirit's attention by saying that. Why? Because the Christian is already blessed. Why they need to pronounce the blessing? Because we are invoking. That means that we are calling for the Spirit's attention. Or we are getting the Spirit's attention to make what we have pronounced the kind of blessing, the type of blessing, or the content of our words with regards to blessing happen in your life. If you hear that shout, glory. glory. Is it too much for you? It looks like the word I'm giving is too much for you. Is it too much for you? It's not too, it's a simple mathematical equation. Two plus two equals what? Four. So the word invocation means to conjure, to invoke, to conjure. To make a spirit appear. To make a ghost appear, you have conjured. That's according to English. But in our case, it means that you are making the Holy Spirit do something. Do you understand what I'm saying? The pronouncement is going to call forth the Spirit's attention to Pastor Ober's life. That is going to call forth the Spirit's attention into our last life. Do you understand? It's going to call for the Spirit's attention into someone's life, a blessed person's life, 
So the spirit will cause that blessing to happen or to be actualized. And this is why many Christians are doing unblessed, unblessed, but they don't see anything, any blessing. Because we've not understood the invocation of blessings by a spiritual authority. By who? Spiritual authority. The man is high in rank in the spirit. We have ranks in the spirit. We all know the same. Do you understand what I'm talking about? There are ranks in the spirit. We all know the same. In ministry, there are ranks. There are people who cast out devils. There are people who don't also talk. When they show up, the demons know that no, this man has come. Let me go out quickly. I can't. We can't argue here. It is the man. Who, the man I saw over there. He has come here also. Are you getting what I'm talking about? The authority is heavy. Oh, shout glory to that. So he causes, he invokes the blessing. Do you understand? And I also say it is what the accentuation. That word accentuate is to make noticeable. To make, I was looking for some simple words, but I couldn't get them, so I just used these words. I know that you are all, what do you call it? You are all scholars here. I, I thought I'd hear amen to that. Amen. I said, you are all scholars here. Amen. You have all done your PhDs already. Amen. Some of us, we've done PhDs and masters in the spirit. Yes, it's enough. Yes, what do you guys think? <laughs> but you see, it means to make noticeable. To make something noticeable. For instance, when we say that I've accentuated my tie, now you see it like this. When I open my button, I've accentuated my tie. I've made it noticeable. Now you can see the full details of my tie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. But I can close it like this. So, when you talk about accentuation, it is like to make something noticeable. So, when we say that to pronounce blessing is to accentuate the blessing, we are making the blessing notice. Because sometimes people don't notice any blessing no. around the Christian who is blessed. Oh, oh. You are blessed. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Do you see? Do you see what I'm talking? About? So you are making the blessing what noticeable. So you see that in the scriptures, the first one, the invocation. You see when uh, Isaac was blessing Jacob. We'll go into all of those details. That's the invocation of blessing. The accentuation of blessing. You see when Melchizedek was blessing Abraham, because Abraham was a blessed man. Before Melchizedek came to Abraham, he was rich in cattle and in gold to the point where his substance could not contain them. The land could not contain their substance. Abraham and Lot, oh, are you in church? Yes, sir. I feel there is some kind of noise somewhere here. Please let the case stop. Where are the case here? If we don't stop talking, we will let you go out there and sit there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Are you following what I'm saying? So, when we talk about accentuation, we are talking about making noticeable. Making something noticeable. Is that not powerful? So when Melchizedek was blessing Abraham, Abraham was blessed before he met Melchizedek. But Melchizedek signed, he signed blessed Abraham. Do you understand? Did you hear the tree I said? He signed blessed Abraham. He didn't say the man is a blessed man. Even the land could not contain their substance. And Lot, they, they had so much riches that Lot had to depart and look for somebody else because the land could not contain, contain Lot and Abraham's 
resources together. But when Abraham came in contact with Melchizedek, he blessed him again. He said, blessed be Abraham, possessor of heaven and earth. Why did God do that? Because Melchizedek is Jesus' what? Type, a type of Jesus. That's God, the king of Salem. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's like, a, I would say a type of Jesus. But that's, that was Jesus. King of righteousness, king of, king of Salem, Melchizedek. But he blessed Abraham. He said, Abraham, kneel down. Abraham, kneel down. He says, I bless you. Abraham said, Amen. He says, you are possessor of heaven and earth. Abraham said, Amen. He needed it. Why? To accentuate the blessing that was on him. To make it noticeable. But that was, not the, that was like the second time. There's another third one. We'll go to that maybe tomorrow. On how the blessings, the pronouncement of blessings that Abraham received. Even Abraham, whose blessings we are in. Is that not true? So when we pronounce blessings, it enables the blessed one or the Christian to live in the blessings. Write that down. It enables the blessed... It looks like today you are writing a lot of notes. It's good to be in church. What do you guys think? By this time you should be in the house watching a replay of soccer or watching some TV. By the time you watch TV, you get tired. Then you, what do you, you understand? But you are here receiving something. You are receiving grace. You are receiving something tangible. Spiritual tangible. Or spiritually tangible. So, we'll look at that tomorrow, right? I said it enables the blessed one to live in the blessings. Or it enables the blessings to become functional. Oh. So when I say, Doc, you are blessed. Or I send you a message. I say, Doc, you are blessed. You send me amen, sir. I told, I talked over here. I said, there is, a, there is a spiritual salutation given to us as a church. We don't greet like men greet. Good morning, sir. How are you? That is not our greeting. There is a spiritual salutation. Even how to greet. We be, didn't you see, we read it in Luke. It says, greet saying, peace be upon you. It's not that you are asking how the person is like. Did you hear what I said? So when we Christians greet, we don't ask how you are. We don't ask how we, we tell you who you are. We tell you how you are. So we say you are blessed, sir. Doc, you are blessed. You are walking in ever increasing grace. That is a greeting. It's not how are you doing. Some people, if you don't say how you do, when Misamasi, when Misamasi, when Misamasi, that is a traditional thing. That is, we are Christians. Are you born again? Who heard what I said there? Whenever the angel appeared, he said, peace be upon you. He said, fear not. Peace be upon you. Don't know what he said? When they met Gideon, and this thing has changed. Do you understand? Wednesday I'll meet with all leaders and we talk about something. We should have a language. Do you understand? We should believe in what the scripture says. We should do what the scripture says. The scripture doesn't say that we should say, how are you doing? Good morning. Good morning is not bad. Because we say good morning. So it's a pronouncement that the morning is good. Some people even say, what is good about the morning? We learn all kinds of things. Do you understand? Or we say, good morning, you are blessed. Do you understand? Good morning, you are blessed. You say, amen. Even talking to your brethren. Or sistren. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah. So you are blessed. Do you hear what the angel told Gideon? 
And this must change from today. If you have not been doing that, do it today. It's a salutation of the spirit. It's a spiritual salutation. It is greetings with understanding. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Somebody, some two said, not bad. How are you? They say, it's not bad. What kind of language is that? Where did you copy that from? You copied that from the world. Now you are in the kingdom. Copy the kingdom way of greeting. How do we know? The angel told Gideon, when he met Gideon, he said, thou mighty man of valor. He was telling Gideon who he was. He wasn't asking Gideon, how are you doing? Then Gideon would say, oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very fearful, sir. I don't even know where to run to. Because Gideon was already fearful. And the angel knew he was fearful. And he didn't want to go, for it, go and go for any battle. But when he met Gideon, he said what? You mighty man of valor, the Lord is with you. <sighs> Gideon said, me, a mighty man of valor. Because it wasn't a new creation. He said, me, a mighty man of God. The angel said, yes, sir. So, you see, that accentuation also means to emphasize on the blessings. To emphasize on what is already there. To emphasize. Oh, I've taught you today. What do you guys think? To emphasize on something. To emphasize on it. Or to lay emphasis on something. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm walking in the blessings. The blessings of Abraham, they are, it's functional, it's functional. Do you know what I'm talking about? When he met, the angel met Mary again. So from today, Doc, are you there? Another Doc is there. So I've confused you right now. So I refuse to be confused. And you are sending a message. What do you say? You are blessed, sir. You are walking in ever-increasing grace. You call say, hello. This is good. The person may not come to church. Your church may not know what I've shared with you. You say, good morning. You are walking in ever-increased grace. You are walking in glory. Good morning. The Abrahamic blessing is functional in your life. Good morning. Peace be upon you. Do you understand? I say, say that. Or type it there. When the angel met Mary, he said the same thing. Mary. He says, you are highly favored among women. The Lord is with you. He said, me, highly favored among women. They were not telling Mary how she looked like in the physical. Because Mary looked at her and said, me, highly, highly favored. Hey, me. By that time, maybe when he met Mary, Mary was in some kiosk somewhere. But the angel, didn't, it didn't matter which, where Mary was. Whether in a kiosk, on the street, she was buying tomatoes, or she was in the kitchen cooking, they didn't matter. The angel just came with a salutation of heaven. Heavenly salutation. It's so important. Because it helps to lay emphasis on the knowledge you have. So you are favored among men. You are standing to your to your friend or a guy or someone. So you are favored among men. Good morning. You are favored among men. Today I haven't heard from you. Don't say, good morning. How are you doing? I'm fine. How was work? Work was fine. All kinds of stories. Who heard what I just said? So whenever we say God bless you, or you are blessed, and you receive amen, we are making the blessing functional. And who makes that pronouncement? The one who has spiritual authority over you. Mark chapter 4. Let's talk about spiritual authorities more, and then I'll close with that. Then tomorrow I'll show you from scriptures, examples Examples. Don't miss tomorrow. I'll teach you why why Balak was was so worried that Balaam should come. 
show you. I'll show you certain things tomorrow. From Genesis. Why would God even create Adam and then, after creating man, in, so let us make man in our image. That's not what he said. Why would man, after being made in this image, need the pronouncement of blessings? Because the principle is God's method of actualizing the blessing. Write it down. Pronounce blessings. God's method. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Mashate kopogo toko pratis ete legedesh. Milugush parati speredesh. Valagadosh, ragadosh. All of us should be walking in the blessings. That's what the Spirit of God is saying. All of us should be walking in the blessings. There should be the tangible manifestations of the blessings in your life. Say the Spirit of the Lord. There should be tangible manifestations. There should be tangible manifestations of the blessings in your life. There should be tangible manifestations in your life. And if you hear these words and take them serious and receive the words like you are receiving the word as the word of God, there will be these manifestations in your life. Come on, shout glory. Glory. Is that not powerful? Oh, I'm enjoying this whole stuff. I wish it was the whole day. What do you guys think? And he, oh no, is it Mark chapter 4? Should I look for this scripture right now? Who wants me to look for the scripture? Whatever you are just beginning to speak in tongues. Just speak in tongues. Just give us the piano. Just speak in tongues. Just speak in tongues. Bele Tahash. Bele Tahash. Bele Tahash. Bele Tahash. Bali Kadosh. Bele Gosha. Bele Gosha. Bele Gosha. Bele Gosha. Bele Gosha. Bele Gosha. Malagadosh, Mangosta, 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 Magadesh, 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 Mashata, 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 Legadesh, 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 speaking tongues, speaking tongues, Malagadosh, Malagadosh, Malagadosh. Balataka Sata, Balakatoko Soto, Malegodosh, Mangolabosha, Malagodosh, Rakatakasa, Malekopolo Koso, Maleteko Koso, Rebolo Bongosha Takaba, Rebolo Bongosha Stolos, Maletekopolo Kodosh, Mantakapolo Bongosha
God not awesome? Lift up your right hand. Wherever you are, sitting, just lift up your right hand. Just speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Manifestations of blessings. Manifestations of blessings. The manifestations of wealth. The manifestations of health. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Masete. Masetea. 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 spiritual authority as said in the scriptures then tomorrow we go into some of the examples and why blessings were pronounced over men men who had blessings already yeah. but of that day and that hour knoweth no man no not the angels which are in heaven neither the son but the father uh-huh. take ye heed Watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. Said it for quickly. He has rule over you. So he can direct you. Don't make this decision. He has the rule over you. I've seen people who have come to me, Papa, I want to leave my work. I want to leave my job. I said, don't leave it. Wait. Some will leave and enter into penury. For about one year or two years before they recover. Some do say, yes sir. When it is time, let me know. I will leave. Rule over you. Did you hear what I said? Remember them which have the rule over you. This who have spoken unto you the word of God. They have done what? Spoken unto you the word of God. This is whose faith follow. Follow their faith. You can follow my faith. In fact, you must follow my faith. What is the man of God doing? He says he speaks like this. You go home and be speaking too. He says he prays like this. You go and be praying too. There's a meeting like this. Before you come, two days you are fasting. Says to say, says to say. Pray, Lord, this super weekend, let the power of God come on me and let something happen. Because the man of God is praying into and fasting into a super weekend. You are not praying. Oh, the man of God, when he comes, you come and release it. You follow. You follow me. Look at me and say, follow Papa. Follow Papa. You see Papa in his good suit. You wear good suit. Yes, sir. You say, I don't have money to buy a suit. Go and buy any suit you can buy and iron it well. Remember them which have the rule over you. Who have spoken unto you the word of God. Whose faith follow. So you can follow. Some people say, oh, people have made the man of God look like a... Let's not go into that. But it means whose faith imitates. There are Christians you can't correct. But it says imitate. Considering the end of their behavior, look at their behavior. Look at the way they behave. Do you, do you know what he's talking about? Then follow. Go to 17. 
Have you been blessed? Yes, sir. You go to one scripture and then you enter into some kind of prayers. Now pronounce blessings on some of you. Next tomorrow, I'll give you certain prophecies. What do you guys think? Yes, sir. Today, I'm pronouncing blessings. Yes, tomorrow, I'll pronounce blessings and prophecies. Yes, sir. <laughs> what do you think? Yes, sir. You pronounce blessings. You pronounce what? Blessings. You are praying that we say WCN, we are blessed. There are mighty men of substance are arising. That's pronouncement of blessings. I can't walk in any lack. None of my children should walk in any lack. Whoever is going through troubles here and there, we pronounce blessings of peace. As we are praying, we are pronouncing blessings in our room. We are pronouncing blessings in our car. We come here, we are praying, we are pronouncing. That is why when we, when we call you for to lead prayers, prepare. We give you a prayer topic. Listen to me, those of you who lead prayers in this church. We give you a prayer. Don't come and give us grammar and explain scripture to scripture. You are not coming to teach us. What do you guys think? Yes, There's even prayer in teaching. Is that not true? So you take the prayer point. You raise the prayer point. You write declarations from the prayer point. So as you pray, you pray, you need us to pray 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or whatever minutes, the next five minutes, you declare, you prophesy. You say, I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Nations are coming to WCN. I prophesy. You must always do it. And this thing must be checked. Those of you who give that thing, you must check that. Do you understand? Prophesying. Says, despise not prophesying. Don't look down on prophesying. Be speaking words. That's just by the way. Did you catch what I said? So you come and you lead prayers. When you come, you raise the topic and you speak in tongues. That's all you do. Speak in tongues. And you see, and, and this is, and this is. We didn't say come and preach. We said come and lead prayers. Is that not true? And we've given you a topic. So you lead, you come, I'm walking in ever-increasing grace. I declare, remember, in WC, it's walking in ever-increasing grace. I declare in our finances, we are walking in ever-increasing grace. I declare our children are walking in ever-increasing grace. I declare all those who are businessmen, they are walking in ever-increasing grace. I declare even my assets are walking in ever-increasing grace. What are you guys saying? You are a man of assets. Amen. I pronounce these blessings. Blessings of assets. WCM, blessings of properties. Amen. You buy lands. Amen. Blessings of lands. Amen. Blessings of cars. Amen. Blessings of buildings. Amen. Blessings of estates. Amen. I pronounce that over your life. Amen. You may not look like that. By the power of the spirit, you will own estates. Amen. You own orphanages. Amen. You will give houses to rent to people. Amen. Houses for rent to people. Amen. Yes. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I pronounce that blessing upon your life. Amen. In your going out and in your coming in, everything you take, you touch, will be fruitful. Amen. It's obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls. As they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for you. So don't grieve the spiritual authority over you. And when he says it, you still get angry that he's saying it. He says it's unprofitable. He didn't explain the details of the unprofitable, but he says it. But that's not that's that, by the way. But just obey them that have the rule over you. He says it here again. Is that not true? 
Obey them. Be obedient. Be what? We are having super weekend. You are obedient. You come. Is that not true? You are obedient. You don't say, you don't treat it as a program that is passing by like a trotter. What do you guys think? Let's go to the last scripture. But you've seen this is spirit scripture for spiritual authority. God has set men over our lives. God is very structural. He sets men. That's why I said every Christian must have a pastor. There are Christians without pastors. Everybody is their pastor. Provided they hear that there's a testimony. Like Christians without a pastor that you can, a shepherd that you can follow and watch what he's doing. Because sometimes you learn by observation. When we come and we are praying like that, you learn how we pray. You pray the same. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You learn how to profess and speak things in your, in your own life. You learn. So you must have a pastor that you are following. You are following his messages. You are not just everywhere, everywhere. You have become a, a, a church, a, what? A church 419 or something. Move from church to church. You hear any name, you are there. You hear any person, you are there. You hear any church, you are there. Until you can't go again. You are so tired of everyone. No, that is wrong. That's wrong. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 7, I think. To know that the greater is blessed. The lesser is blessed of the greater. Say thank you, thank you, Jesus. I think Hebrews chapter 7. Man Tadedesh. Man Todo Odi Avadash. Malej Ko Ritaka Pasi Telegesh. Is that powerful? Is that powerful? Hebrews chapter 7. Mantala Bahasa. Live your life. See, do you know what I'm trying to tell you? Chart the course of your life. Live your life in a particular way. You are not now there thinking, is the devil who is doing this? Is that the devil who is doing that? Is the devil who is doing that? No. Let your words, let the word of God prevail. Let your words prevail. Think the word. You are carrying your Bible with you. You hear somebody saying something else from another book. You carry the Bible with you. Let those scriptures stay with you. Don't let what the person is saying come to you and you put close the Bible and put it down. That's the symbol I'm trying to say. Don't, don't put the word of God aside because somebody is saying something else outside the word of God. Let the word stay with you. Let it prevail. The Bible says so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. And then God grows in you to prevail. A time will come when you make pronouncement. When you even speak, not just pronounce, when you speak or you make a declaration over your sister's life. Even if the devil, all the devils have surrounded your sister. What you have said, the devil won't leave or he may stay with your sister. What you have said will still happen before that devil's eyes with your sister holding it. It may be a job. Do you think it's possible? It's possible. He says, I will set a table before you in the presence of the devil, your enemies. Demons are there, but they, even though they say, we won't let him go, we won't let him go, we won't let him, you won't come and say, cast out, oh, come out, come out. A time is coming in your growth like that, where your mentality has so changed. Do you understand what I'm talking about? There's, a, there's, a, there's an understanding. 
Oh, you are blessed. You are blessed. Amen. By the time your sister doesn't have a job, you say, but I don't have a job. Whenever I go, and you say, come, 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 come. Come. And you declare. Or you speak forth some words. All the witches who surrounded them, they will still be surrounding her. But in their presence, that job will still come and she will be working. Yes, they are there, but they are inactive. Yes, Your words have made them, made them inactive. Yes, demons can be around and very inactive. Yes, but when you give them attention, demons want attention. So when you give them attention, and they, then they are all, hey, a so It is said that Smith Wigglesworth was there and saw some devils on his armchair or something like that. And he, he saw the devil rocking the armchair or something like that. He, just, he came out, he thought it was a, a, a friend or something. He came, he said, ah, it's you. And went back to sleep. Uh-huh. Looking for something and you want attention. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. Have you seen that? So in God's mind, there are ranks. Do you understand? In God's government, there are, there are ranks. Says the less is blessed of the better. Like in a military, there is a higher rank. Or in a police, there's a higher rank. Or even in a football, there's a higher rank. Even in a football pitch, as they are playing, some people are playing, they saw Messi. But they are watching him. They've stopped playing, they are watching him. There are ranks. You didn't hear that, that news? Yes. Some people stopped playing. I think it was Saudi Arabia, and they stopped playing the football and started watching the man. So the coach, after break, told them that you are on the pitch watching match. You are there. There are ranks. They've been seeing him on TV, so to meet him like that, I know this is a blame watching. There are ranks. They didn't come to you. Is that not powerful? So this, without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. Give me a King James, uh, NIV. We are closing with this one. What do you guys think? So the less is blessed without all what contradiction. The, the, the lesser person, uh-huh, without doubt, that's NIV. Do you have the NLT? Without, well, let me finish this. Without doubt, the lesser person is blessed by who? The greater person. He's talking about rank. He's not saying that among Christians somebody is uh, no, small or something, but he's talking about spiritual ranks. Some people are great. Like Melchizedek who came to Abraham. See, he's great. So he says, without all contradiction, so your spiritual father is great and has the power or the authority. To pronounce certain things over your life and they come to pass. Or to release the blessings, or to actualize the blessings, or to make the blessings what functional in your life. Shout glory. Shall we please be upstanding? Who has been blessed right now? (laughs) So wherever you are, I want you to just lift up lift up your hands. And just watch the fan, but lift up your hands. Are those online blessed? Yes, sir. I said, are those online blessed? Yes, sir. Come and let me pronounce blessings on you here. Come here, let me pronounce blessings. I'm pronouncing blessings. It doesn't matter what you are going through. I'm pronouncing blessings. Come and let me pronounce blessings on you to pronounce blessings. Are we going to pray in the spirit right now? Yes, sir. You are pronouncing blessings. Baseta. Lift up your hands wherever you are. I want us to speak in tongues for a while. You may feel hopeless. You may look hopeless. But that is just a feeling or a look. What do you guys think? The reality is that you are not hopeless. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 
Lift up your voice. See the village. And some people, when I do a program like this, they say, Oh, Papa didn't prophesy. So that's but I'll be releasing tents. I don't have to prophesy and say this, 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 this. You want to you want to turn the ministry to a prophetic ministry. This ministry is is what? It's malleable. It's malleable. It means we switch here, we switch here, we switch here. Did you hear that? You heard us shout, Amen. Amen. So you shouldn't come to our meetings just thinking that I just want them to prophesy to me. This pastor, the spirit, please. We may not prophesy to you and say, I see this, 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 this. Because sometimes I don't feel like doing that. Because I feel like if I tell you, okay, I see, mommy, I see this, 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 what is next? So there are two ways of the prophetic. You should understand what I'm sharing with you. You can also meet somebody as a prophet of God and know what the person is going through and not necessarily tell the person, but you speak to the person's life and then as they get results. So what is important, whatever we do, receive it. It's not only the seeing that makes you a prophet, it's the doing also makes you a prophet. Else the prophets in the Old Testament would not be called prophets. When you study, you don't see how many times they saw something, but you tell how many times they did something. When the people in the city came to Elisha, they said, Elisha, the, our city, the water in our city, once we drink it, we poison it. That's why they didn't have to see and see what it is. That woman over there who poisoned the water. That is why you see, bring the woman here. Well, after we've done some things, some things, then the woman and all that, then we can change. Those are gymnastics. Are gymnastics. Elijah said, bring salt. They brought salt. They went there, blessed the water. That was all. The woman said, my servant is gone. My father, my husband is gone. Now my the debt, 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 I have some debts to pay. Man of God, how can you help me? The man of God said, What do you have in your house? She said, I have this. He said, Go and do this. That's all. You're settled. The same man of God could see all the plans of a king in his bedroom. All the things in the bedchamber. The man of God saw it and brought it out. There was a something, an incident to that happened that the man of God didn't see. The child died. He didn't see where he was staying. He was lodging. The child died. He said, this one, God has hidden it for me. That's what the prophet said. He didn't see it. But he didn't have to see it. He knew, as a, that's why I'm sharing some of this. Else you make, we will make the prophetic look just by seeing. But scripturally, it's not just like that. The woman didn't see that the child would die. When the, the woman ran to go and tell the prophet that my child is dead and all of that, the prophet didn't know about it. So the prophet said, ah, God has hidden these things for me. I've said, no matter how the prophetic inclinations are strong, you don't see everything. You don't see everything. But you can even do things even, even though you did not see it. 
So every time you will see, but you can still do things. So the prophet went and was, was shocked that the child could die in the home that he was lodging. And took the child to his room on his bed and raised the child back to life. Is that not powerful? You raised the child back to life. He didn't say, God, you didn't show me this. Once God didn't show me, then I can't do anything about it. Is that what he said? Lift up your right. Have I explained certain things today to you? Yes, sir. Yeah. So if one of me comes on, on 90 minutes and does not drop, does not reveal secrets of people, that's what the Bible calls that prophecy, revelation, where you are revealing things, prophetic revelation. I think I explained that before. And comes on 90 minutes, he doesn't say, Pastor, I see you. you yesterday you went here and this, this is happening. And then, but he says, let's pray. And you pray and he says that I speak into your life. Because after she sees all, she will end it with I speak into your life. So she may not say what she sees, but she speaks. I'm saying this because sometimes when you speak, people don't take it serious. Unless you first reveal. That's not every time we reveal. We can reveal. Even now, right now, we can reveal things. What do you guys think? But I feel like speaking into your life. Those words stay. They stay on you. It says that the peace will do what will rest on you. Wherever you are left up your right hand. You are going to speak in tongues for just 10 minutes. You are speaking in tongues for 10 minutes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Masha Ateli Kata. Just the piano, just the piano, just speak in tongues. Just the piano. Don't sing anything, just speak in tongues. Just speak in tongues. Rabba dosa, 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 Rabba